it's Wednesday, the 22nd of February, in the year of our law, 2023, and it's just coming up to half past three here in the UK. Myself and the wonderful Catherine Watkins is here, as always. Hello, Kat, how are you doing? Hi, sweet. Yeah, I'm really well, thank you. Good. We've got a really good guest on who I found the other day on Facebook. I saw this video of an Irishman walking down the street and he was saying exactly what Catherine and I say. And it's like, no way. Ireland's under attack as well from this RSE education. Um, We've also got they're also having problems with the illegal immigrants over in Ireland as well. So. He's the only person I've seen really at the moment from Ireland coming out and making noise for our children and who really wants to stand up for children. And to top it off, he has Daxons. <laughs> um, I am delighted, absolutely delighted today to introduce everyone to Andy Heesman. Hello, Andy. Hello, Leo. Thanks. Thanks very much for having me on your show. Thanks very well, much. I hope this is going to be the first of many, actually. Yeah. yeah. I really do. Um just for the benefit of our listeners um, and for us, actually, because we don't know anything about you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, what woke you up and where you are now. Sure, sure. I'll try and keep it as short as I possibly can, because it is a bit of a long story. But, you um, take your time. We've got loads of shows. You, you can rack on. Sure, sure. Um, I suppose I've been awake to the agenda now about 10 years, you know, when I first came back to my faith, when I first came back to God after a life of uh, abusing my body and drugs and everything else, um, when I found God and I started waking up to the fake church that took over the Vatican, and that led me down the rabbit hole to find. Hallelujah! A- Sorry, I'm born again. I was. I found. I found God last year, and I was baptized last April. And yeah. hallelujah. bloody Luya. I'm going to shut yeah. up now. Sorry. <laughs> but, but yeah, it, it's an amazing journey. It really is. When you, when you take the path to truth, you know, every, you don't know what's around the next corner, but it's always good. But as I was waking up, you know, you were seeing all these things. I was watching things progress before lockdown. And the more people, uh, the more things were progressing, the more I was seeing people wake up to the agenda. And I was praising the, the progress because I was like, right, if they were to keep, if they were to stop progressing, they could keep us brainwashed forever because we'd never see it, you know. But only since they progressed, especially through the lockdown, um, the start of the lockdown, I was one of the first people out in Ireland to to protest against it. We fought off Antifa to stop them from getting a, a grip in this country, and that fight is still ongoing today. Um, we've had investigations opened up into COVID. We've been fighting tooth and nail. We've um, been at every vaccination centre around this country trying to close them down. Um, but the agenda now has gotten so bad, they really are coming after the kids. And um, I have changed my, from trying to wake everybody up from COVID, because everybody's awake from that now. But what they're not seeing is what's happening to our children in the schools and um, behind our backs where we're not seeing what's happening with the people we're supposed to trust the most. You know, these people have come out as so luciferous now to go along with the agenda that's being pushed 
on changing their children's genders and turning them into an unnatural state and un using un unnatural laws, you know. And with that in end, it, it's just completely destroying. I can see it, it's happening in my own family, um, which is why I can see the damage it's doing. I, I can see it firsthand, you know, without saying any names in my family, but it is pretty close to me about what's happening. And it's happening to children. And this shouldn't be happening to children. It's only new. All this is all new. It's not like it's always been there. It hasn't always been there. And it's happening at such a rate right now that it can only mean one thing, that our government is trying to depopulate our children using every means possible right now. And um, by weakening their nation, they've weakened us with this agenda. We don't have the strong men that we used to to stand up for for what we believed in because they're so twisted in this Marxist culture of death, which they're being led down. Yeah. So, you know, that's where I kind of am right now with, with the fight. You know, it's I've been through a lot the past three years. They locked me up into prison for two months because I wouldn't wear a mask. They wow. kept me in isolation. Wow. They beat me up. I've been knocked from pillar to post. Um, I go specifically after Freemasons. I've been, at, I've been at the Freemason Lodge with thousands of people protesting to get them out because I know it's them pushing their agendas through the governments and the whole one world order, you know. Wow. So, Do you know, it's just, just saying there, Andy, you've obviously been yeah. doing, you know, doing a lot in Ireland. And do you know what? We haven't heard anything over here. So the media yeah. were obviously it staying really silent on that. The media, this is no joke. I am the most censored person in Ireland because the media will not come near me. They won't name me because uh, I can't be bought. Everybody yeah. else that Sorry. has, you know, mainstream media has, has, Marx's connections, let me say. <laughs> we know? have exactly the same. We I've we we've I've had General Flynn on my show. We've had the big names. I've been cancelled. We've been cancelled on PayPal nearly two years. They won't even I'm allow sorry. me to have a, they won't let me even ha allow to have an eBay account. <laughs> my other account, I I can't even get back onto Twitter. I've tried, I've had to open another account. I've got about seven different backups accounts on Facebook. Um yeah. we can't I can't get I tried to get some work <coughs> to bring money in because I'm a single mum on my own. I'm a born again Christian. I'm all for real men. I'm anti LGBTQ. I tried to yeah. get a job. I've been told not with a social profile. And you, I've been a single mum. My kids are the most important. So I haven't been as active out on the streets because I've got to think of my children first. But I do yeah, what well. I can. Now the children are grown up. The only thing I have to worry about is the Daxons. So we're a lot more, but we're trying to take liberty tactics because we are actually the only people in the UK that are, one, screaming for public child protection Wales, two, focusing mainly on the children. And I have done that with the Jimmy Savile stuff. I've been out there. It's always for me being about the children because if we can't, that's 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 our life. We've got these organic, well, they're, they're beautiful the future, things. As cliche as that sounds, exactly. right? There's no point in looking after yourself as an adult. I'm not, not saying don't look after yourself, but what I'm saying is, if everyone's focused on themselves as adults, right, and not looking at the children, they, those children will get to a stage when they're going to just take over. Doesn't we're matter living. if we're well, not focused on the I'm kids. Saying. Yeah. This is what I see. A lot of people that are saying, oh, the books are in the library. I just won't let my children go into that library. Oh. And I'm saying, no, this is not good enough. 
We have to cut this out at the at the root cause. We They're in the protect school libraries. They're in the school libraries. They're in school libraries, Andy. School you know, libraries and public libraries. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So the teachers yeah. are going to be reading this. We, Catherine yeah. and I, on the first podcastathon, yeah. we read uh, me and my two daddies out loud, didn't we? And yeah, then exactly. about all the seventy-two genders. Um, this and like we're telling our, our children that men can have babies. They're lying. They're screwing up. Like, what the hell is this generation going to come out thinking? Well, there's a book that was put out over here. It's called What's the Tea? And it's for it was put out for, I think it was 13, 14 year olds. And it has every diagrams of all the sex toys, book plugs, dildos and goes into detail on how to use them. And, oh, this is pleasing for this, that and the other. I mean, this is what they're teaching kids. They shouldn't be teaching them any kind of sex. The mother and father is the example of a family to a children and how to raise them and it with love. They don't need to learn anything about how to do sex acts and be converted, you know? That's it. It's because the paedophile policies are in full swing, and they they don't want yeah, there to be an age of consent. It really is down to the likes of us. Like, you know, I'm so happy to hear what the, the amount of work that you're doing over there. It really, it's inspiring. And not the, for the first time have we been inspired by people across the water. I, I got a lot of advice uh, last year. I was uh, from Mark Sexton, who was open investigations over Fabulous. there you know, uh, into the vaccine and stuff like that. And he helped us tremendously over here to kickstart us, you know. So, you know, he's a great man. He's so humble. He actually he didn't tell anyone, you know, and I've asked him to come on the show. So he goes, Lou, I don't, you know, yeah. you know, I don't. But, I, you know, he, yeah. I said, yeah, but you know me, I'm going to keep on asking you. <laughs> but he even turned up. He didn't tell anyone. But we were yeah. drumming up. We've done, you know, I've lost it a few times on it, as has Catherine. Like, we need people just to turn up down at the court. Fair play. A lot of people did turn up there. But you know what? Mark Sexton didn't tell anyone. But on the final day of the court case, he turned up just very quietly, just so he was there to show his support. Didn't make a fuss. Didn't want anyone to know. Mark yeah. Sexton is a honest to God. He's, he's He really is. He's one of us. He's a real yeah, well, You took the words completely out of my mouth. Because uh, I was just about to say he's one of us because, yeah. you know, we had great conversations. Really helped us, you know. Um, we had to do things a different way over here because things were a bit different. We went up for the, for the fraud in because he used everything together and so much evidence he had and which was fantastic but what we did over here is that we we went we opened fraud investigations into Pfizer and and that was a really good, great way because we were able to do it across the country then you know it wasn't just one case you know so uh but he was instrumental in helping us with that you know he really was an amazing humble guy you'd never even think he was a constable you know uh they, they should have more like him, if you ask me. I think we all know that. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. They should have. And I just want to say, Andy, as well, it's actually really inspiring that you, because we, I haven't heard anything from it, especially to do with this curriculum, right? We know that we've got a Safe Schools Alliance, Schoolgate campaign in England. They, they've been talking about it for yeah. a while. You've got P Public Child Protection Wales, obviously, yes, here in Wales talking about it. In, in Scotland, you've got Richard Lucas from the Scottish Family party and um, he's amazing as well he is superb he went into i don't know if you've seen it but he went into um 
I bought it like it was they were doing some sort of conference on this and he went in there purposely to read out um some of the books and some of the information and they they cut his mic off that's how bad they were but he's amazing Richard Lucas and you know what I've not seen anything and I can remember saying to Kim who's the chair of public child protection Wales I was like what's going on in Ireland like because we know that we've all got the same curriculum because we all signed up in March 2017 for it so I hadn't seen anything at all until Lou sent me your and I know it was slightly different what it was but you know about the fight for the children Lou sent me your video and then I saw it from there so you lot you have actually been going out and and obviously raising awareness on this how is it working uh, you know are people coming on board or are they because what we're getting over here is some 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 will but a lot of them are like oh that's not really happening that you know they're sort of really blase about it and whatever they're not kind of getting involved so what is it like over there for you guys uh it's not there's a lot of people coming on board i'm working with um a fantastic woman called uh, janet london and she's the founder of the natural woman's council and um, she has another friend of hers, Linda Kennedy, and they've put together the Irish Education Alliance. And that's a group of teachers and parents who are coming together to fight this, you know. So we're read, and there's also lawyers for justice in Ireland as well who were helped uh, to, to promote this as well. So there's many groups that are coming together. And since we've done this, there's been a massive response across the country. You know, if people looking to for me to go all over the place to go to these libraries and to to help them to to do the the process of opening these investigations, which is bringing massive awareness. Like oh, even yeah. though we don't know how far we're going to get with the investigations, but bringing these investigations out, the mainstream media had to recognize us in their newspapers when we were doing this as well. We've got one book taken off the shelf, which is um, the uh, what's which one is it? The what's the tea? It, well, it's not that they've take, taken it off; they're they're pushing up the age limits on them. So they've recognised that we're here. They've, they, I don't think they were expecting us to come out fighting the way we have done, and and taking the initiative to go to the libraries and to to really push them back. You know, so we have them in a bit of a fuzz now because they've had to relabel things, rename things, repackage things. And um, we're going to, we're trying to see what they're coming out with next. But we do know they want to push teaching what showing pupils in schools porn. Yeah. That's the next. We had we've set up petitions. We have uh, phone ca- phone campaigns going around so that we can um, make people aware of what's happening Uh in, in to, you know to the local TDs to the kid you know but they're not doing anything but we're bringing awareness and it's it's going to be people like us the normal everyday Joe Joe Soap teacher and parent who's going to sort this out but my biggest recommendation to anybody right now is because this agenda is not the only one in the school there's many agendas which they're attacking our children with. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you can try and keep your child to say, look, I don't want them educated in this, there's other things they're getting you on. My biggest recommendation is take your kid out of yeah. school and homeschool. Yeah, that mine's homeschool. She has been, but the, my yeah. my daughter's nearly 13 now, but I took her out when she was four, actually, and it was nothing to do with this, but I woke up back in 2010 and I was like, I don't like the edge. And my, both of my parents were teachers as well, right? So I had a bit of a, a thing. I had a load of crap for it, to be honest. You know what I mean? I was doing the wrong thing, this, that, and the other. I can tell you now, categorically, it was the best thing I've, I've ever done. And... 
with yes. this this is what people don't realize so this education you know like we had a standalone lesson didn't we like years ago you'd have you know your phse lesson be once a fortnight or something like that you could yes. withdraw your child from that lesson but ours is a whole school approach so what they've done and i think they'll be doing it even if they haven't done it yet they will be in ireland scotland and england it's a whole school approach so what they've done is 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 brand new curriculum and it's linked through every subject so you can't actually take your child you don't know when it's being taught is what i mean it's and not a standalone subject they've knocked science off as one of the core subjects in wales they have i don't know in if wales. it's so in wales our mandatory four core subjects used to be english welsh maths and science that sounds about right that sounds fair now it's english um english welsh uh rse and religions value religious values and ethics right so maths and science are no longer mandatory subjects here in wales bearing in mind wales score lowest on maths children are, low, are really really poor on maths in this country right and obviously you know if they were talking about real you know if you're talking about menstruation and hormones and puberty which do need to be spoken about that's covered under biology Right. So you've taken those two core subjects away and replaced it with sex education from age three. People really do need to be highly, highly concerned. And know, not I never that, even had a sex education lesson. None of it. Like, no, it's the most did, natural thing in the did, world. But it was I very. So they started off and this is how they've done it. They've obviously known for a while because obviously this comes back from the 40s anyway. So they've dipped their toe in. But it started off with 16 year olds putting condoms on cucumbers i think it was then it was 14 year olds putting condoms on bananas and now it's 12 year olds putting condoms on adult sized dildos this is where they've gone with the desensitization they want the kids to be desensitized obviously we know their pedophile policies there's there's no doubt about that at all and people really do need to be concerned about what their children are seeing and, and you know the online thing is obviously a big issue as well but people assume that they're sending their little children to school for both an education and and that it's a safe place and both of those are wrong you know it's, it's, it's frightening. many values at all there's no values being exactly. taught in school whatsoever yeah. and you're coming what you you know you have your own values set in every home you know and their kids are coming home and they're they're, they're going to fight them values because they're harder values than they're being taught in school and the kids will always go for the easier option and that's what they're being led in. That's the grooming part of it, where they set your kid up against you. Yeah. You know, they've taken your kid away from you. They've they've taken ownership of your child. And we you know? send the message, do as you say, your child. Well, you, I mean, I'm lucky. My my son's coming up to 18 and my daughter's 20, coming up to 22. So I've 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 had a very lucky escape. But yes. um, you know, we when we pack our children off, you know, I know as I did when I was little, do what you're told, be polite. Do what the teacher tells you. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the message that you send off. So your te- your kids go into school and they've got that respect for the teachers and they're going to listen. Well, so, that's yeah. a real statistic that is as well. It's like 87% of children believe everything that comes out of their teacher's, the teacher's mouth. mouth. Yeah. So, you know, that, that split with that's the family. Yeah. You know, you're, they've been told, go, go to school and be good, learn your lessons. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, that's what we've all been told. Lessons should be, you know, English, Irish, whatever, you know, languages are speaking in whatever country. But, you know, there's no morals. Even in all these books that they're putting out, it's all sex and lust. That's all it is. There's no, there's no... um, There's no love or, you know, sort of unity in marriage or anything. 
Oh no, well, marriage is being completely destroyed in this country. Anything goes now. And, and that's what it's all set up for, instant gratification for, for kids. And they're being led down this road where they're just going to be so sorry and it's going to ruin their lives. It's going to ruin their lives that they, you know... We've got a darker side. We've got a darker side. I mean, how extensively are these teachers being investigated? How, how, what, you know, these people, we're we're handing over our kids to these people. Some of look mentally stable, especially after some of the videos I've been seeing recently of these education, you know, these kids in the universities coming out and they are seriously messed up. Mm -hmm. Um, We are leaving our children with people. How extensive are these background checks? You know, you know, they go and do one of these security checks. You know, I'm sure most paedophiles keep themselves under the radars. Yeah, that's the thing with DBS is crap for that reason, Lou, because obviously it's only for people who've been charged with anything. So you're not going to know. So they got three types of teachers in school at the moment. Well, you've got the teachers who know it's wrong, right? And most of those have left. You've got the teachers who go to school because there's access to children. They're the predatory ones. And you've got the teachers who have come straight out of university and they're so far to the left because they've been indoctrinated by this bullshit as well, who actually think that it's empowering to teach children about sex. So either way, they're screwed. You know what? The good ones, unfortunately, are leaving. The skills will only employ at the same time um, left-leaning teachers. You know, we, we've got that to contend with, too. They won't bring in, like, as as um, Leo was just saying, she can't get a job because, of, you know, of our profile type of thing. But that's because mm-hmm. of our political stance in many ways. She's mm-hmm. not leaning sure. to the left. That's why she can't get a job. And that's the same way as works in the schools and all the business. The same way it is in the If you're not in the club, you don't get the job. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's what's being pushed on the teachers, on and the it- doctors, and, and everywhere across the board. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, it's going to be the same with all this digital idea, these, uh, exactly. d- you know, exactly. digital currency coming in. You know, we're, what kind of what kind of social credit score are us lot going to have? Oh, none. Zero. <laughs> but I do think there's I do think things are going to change. I think God's got this. I think he's going to make his move. I don't care what anyone says. I do believe things are starting to happen that are yeah. unexplainable um i follow quite i've had quite i've had two of the biggest american prophets come on the show judy green i've also had the lovely deborah williams and everything is being set up this is it's yeah it's, it's now gonna be like, or never isn't it's it? now or never for them you know they've had yeah. a really long time it's they're 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 in their fall now. If they had it kept, as I was saying earlier, if they had it kept the things on an evil key, they would have had control of the world for a lot forever. But because they've had to progress through their own pride, and that's what Satan does, they have yep. to keep going. And more people are waking up and they're in going into complete destruction. And that's why they're throwing everything at us and our children right now to try and distract us away from everything that they're doing. It, it's all yeah. just one big for them because they are losing power. They have lost yeah, the power. I believe that they're losing power because they they it's like a race now, isn't it? It's like shit, what can we do? We're gonna have to just throw everything out there at once and hope something sticks because I think so many people have woken up, they know that we're in battle. So even like with your likes of you know, we, we all know about the music industry and Holly Weird and, and everything else, right? But even, the, you know, recently, like your likes of Sam Smith and Lady Man Gaga, I like to call him. 
where they where they been. The Irish woman uh, in New York uh, shouting. Yes. Out. I love that video absolutely because she they won't be able to walk down the street and this is example of that you know you've got Sam trying to take his photos and she I absolutely adore her I shared that video. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, and, and that's what's going to happen. And it's not just going to be for them, it's going to be for the politicians, it's going to be for mm. anyone who went along with the with the bullshit the past three years. And who who's going to even the teachers who are going along with this now, they'll all be shamed when it when it all comes out and the truth comes out, you know. And it is, it just the truth takes a bit more time to get going, you know. And we've got to only... have enough people for everything to break and stuff to happen. Yeah. We can't because yeah. you can't just tell people it's got to start affecting them. So um I don't know yeah. what you think of Donald Trump, but I'm probably his UK's biggest fan. And I know I'm gonna interview him one day. I know that. Don't I'm the most indecisive person, but I know one day I will interview Trump. I know it. But it's he he made he started this change. I don't care. He's he's like God's other David or something. He's he's chosen for this path. And all the signs, I think he's going to be back before by the end of this year. I really do. And the Ukraine stuff is all this distract everything, the, the spy balloons, all a distraction, because the truth is going to come out about how many people are involved in child trafficking and the children. This will then lead on to other things like authors other things like we we mentioned uh, dr ellie barnes who mm. gives courses to teachers on how to make their school a trans school and she's up there we posted it we played it she's up there at a teacher conference saying you don't tell teachers what you're don't tell parents what you're doing because the last thing you want is 30 angry parents turning up at your office at home time yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they know full well what they're doing. They That's absolutely what they do. do. You know, I wrote a blog on that as well. It's on my website. Yeah. It's um on the the book was called How to How to Turn Your School into an LGBT Friendly Place. And I bought it and read it, and I was like, oh my, this is just a groomer's book. They've even got they go as far as to. Oh, and I just, just don't think people are aware of it at all. They're not, or at least not the extent of it. But basically they groom. So you've got the teachers grooming the older kids, right? And then these older children are part, um, they call them uh, youth pride networks. They are, right? And then they send the older ones down into the younger primary schools and infant schools to talk about their LGBTQ experiences. So they've basically got well, the teachers grooming the older kids and then you've got the older kids grooming the younger kids. It's just insane. Uh, do you remember when you were at school and you had maybe the sixth formers come in and, and look after the class for the day or something or fifth year is coming in to help? In the classroom. Yeah, you'd be you all chuffed, wouldn't you? You like, oh, yeah, would be looking person. up. You're looking up to these older, cool school kids. Like, they're really cool. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And you'll want to go and sit next to them so they'll do a bit of reading with you. Exactly. That's They know that and they've used it to their advantage, obviously. Exactly. But, yeah, these people so will be slow. brought to justice. It's so slow and sick. It really is. It's, it's really hard to imagine that we're even in this situation, you know, that... Not many other parents are waking up as we I passed, are. I know it's. I just don't understand when, it. When you, when you go through, when you think of like what's happened, especially you now since Jimmy Savile, everything, all the oh. awareness that has come, 
now we have to face this and nobody's it's like well it doesn't matter about what happened with all that stuff you know but this is happening now you know I but mean can you believe we're having these conversations can no. you believe that we're start having to sit here and say no you're not you're, you're a woman you're a man you're not a woman a, a man can't have babies it's yeah. nuts. You know, it's absolutely nuts. And I'm sorry, but if I went to my local rugby club, right, because everyone's pandering to it and this is what annoys me, right? If I went to my local rugby club five years ago and started talking this, they'd laugh at me and say, oh, shut up, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I can go down there now and people are like, hmm, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. This is absolute nonsense. This is nonsense and you know it. But people are waiting. There are lots of people that are just too scared to say anything and they, they've made it that way. And it's just... It is insane. I can't believe we've got to sit here and say, yeah, well, some people think that, you know, men can have periods. No, they no, they can't. Like, this is just beyond. Yet this is what they're being taught in school. They, they've got rid of girl and boy or male and female. They're not allowed to refer to, do you know what I mean? This is just... And, and what's the hate speech laws like over there now? Because they're trying to bring... Oh. They're trying to change all that here too, you know. So, you know, if you offend somebody, if you if you misgender someone, you know, you probably get a fine these days, you know. Well, we've had we've had teachers being sacked from schools, haven't we? Yeah, we've had yeah. a guy go try to teacher being in prison for it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure they have. I haven't I haven't heard it. I mean, we recently had the um a library turn down somebody who wanted to go and read about Jesus. Fifty libraries it was. 50, 50, 50 libraries. libraries. We were allowing the drag time story hour to go in, you know, adult sexual entertainers, and we all know what they're about, going in reading to children. And, and he was a, I think he was a journalist or, or an author or an anyway, author. And he wrote a book about, about Jesus. Christian, and he wrote a book about God, and he went to 50 libraries in and the year around here. And every one of them, and I say in air quote, said it doesn't give the right message. So if that's not proof they want a godless society, I do not know what is. Yeah, that's exactly where we're at. You know, they're going to push everything that's good out and yep. whatever doesn't fit their ideology for what they want us to believe, it's it's gone, you know. And this is the communist um, situation that we're in, you know. Yeah. Like it's going to come to, we need a book burning. That's what we need. We need to get all these books that that's in them libraries that they're trying to push onto us and get rid of them, you know. Mm-hmm. And because it's not just even there, it's they have it everywhere. They're pushing it in all directions now. It's like they have the porn there now and they're going to use that to say, well, the porn is there, so we might as well show them. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, the thing is, a lot of the porn that these kids are going to be going watching, the boys are going to be sitting there thinking they're getting excited over a girl and they're going to probably find out that most of these porn stars have actually had some sort of operation are actually men because this is the big thing now. Yeah. This is... The big yeah. thing, I, I sent a video to Catherine and I will send it to you and I will, I'm actually going to post it. It's this girl and she's breaking down the difference. But she's sitting there in a bra and knickers. She's, I'd say she's late 20s, pretty a girl. She's there in a bra and knickers and she's showing the difference between a man's body and a woman, even after they've had certain operations. And then she went to show what's involved with a man having a designer vagina. Yeah. And what the sickest thing is, uh, you've got all these porn stars having sex with these trans men who are now women who've had the operation, but they're actually sticking their penis into a wound hole. I know. It's disgusting. disgusting. And the thing is, that wound is always left open and it stinks, apparently. Mm, yeah, I've heard that as well, because they have to, don't they? they I've they seen something. Like, they get like, oh. wood, like in a little, they have, they're like left with a stump that, you know, 
They can yeah, never... because it tries to grow back. This is the thing, isn't it? The body is saying this is wrong and this shouldn't yeah. be happening and whatever, and it tries to close up because it shouldn't be there. And it's just, and they te- they're selling this to our kids' mind. They're selling this as a as an alternative lifestyle or a better lifestyle. And the thing, what worry, you know, what people should be really concerned with, because I I'm a vaccine. Um, researcher initially right so i know for years and years i've been trying to warn people against vaccines vaccines are primarily the cause for autism they're not the only cause but they're primarily the cause right so this is why we've got the the vaccine schedule is so high now it's so large that we get in more and more autistic children now it's autistic children or those on the spectrum that are more at risk from this than anyone else now that's not to say that you know neurotypical children are not at risk they clearly are however neurodiverse are much more so the these are like um 40 percent of those um referred to gids the gender identity clinic over here right have got autism so you know we know that autistic children they don't they feel like they don't fit in anyway so they're being carried along by this really popular trendy thing at the moment and it's those who are being hit the worst you know and people don't realize that that it is affecting their children massively and if they think and this i've got to say this because people are adamant right they know their kids and and no doubt you do however there are people who are like oh yeah but i told them i'm like mm, but they're in school for a lot a long time right and in school for you know most of the time and whatever they're being influenced by influencers on the internet or your you know your, your trans and your non-binary and whatever else they are being massively influenced and they will i've known it to happen even as quick as so for example i'll give you just one example um i had an inbox a couple of weeks ago and basically this uh, lady had homeschooled her daughter for, for a good few years they'd moved away and she had to put her into school she was in school for i think it was six to eight weeks and she and this, this is like a 15 year old girl she wants to be trans right and they've fallen out over it and now she's because that's how quickly it can happen like that in a click of the fingers right because they're they're pushing that um divide between the parent and the child and it's yeah. working so when they're saying oh your parents don't understand you but we do you know we understand you come up we, we'll look after you and they're just being caught up in the moment yeah and so then they go in, the parents, like your parents wouldn't understand all this yeah yeah it's so we, dangerous don't have to tell them you know we, we we'll just learn here in school but then the kids are going home arguing with the parents complete division you know yeah exactly you know, dangerous they're not with each other in values you know they're being taken out of sync they're being twisted you know so but it's very know, it's it's very i don't know it's very deceiving when you have you know for a child when everywhere they look they're seeing the so-called gay rainbow flag um Mm. you go into sainsbury's you can't even go up to a cash machine without the well at least they're still there i suppose um a a rainbow flag on it i went in one day during a july which is that trans uh, did you have they do they have their their gay pride festivals in ireland um and they're selling i had to get some i went to get some cat treats and across the dreamies cat treats proud supporters of lgbtq pride i actually phoned dreamies cat food to ask why they feel it necessary that they need to promote the lgbt agenda to our cats are they not actually happy that they've already got our children you know you got barrett i've got barrett homes building a new thing like five half a mile or so away and during the month of whatever month it was they had Barrett Holmes rainbow flag. I mean, it's wherever you look. 
you're having this trans agenda throw down. Even just if you got if you can't block your your apps ads for YouTube, every other ad is generally somebody transgender. Yeah. It's everywhere. I mean, I don't have mainstream telly plugged plumbed into my wall, so I don't know what the normal family are being exposed to at home. I don't know when they're sitting there watching their coronation streets or whatever. Who knows what they're being exposed oh, to? Oh, I did hear, not that I watch them, but I did hear that um is it EastEnders? It might be EastEnders. They've got a new um trans or it might be a drag queen, actually. I don't know. It's something like that anyway, but we know yeah, obviously they call TV programmes for a reason. They're programming yeah. you. But I'm talking about the adverts, like what's even just through the adverts. We know the danger of ads anyway, but now they're going to be chucking the, the trans thing in. How is the Pride story going over there in Ireland? Do you have Pride marches? Are you having little children, little yeah, boys or little definitely. girls being dressed up as drag queens to join yeah. in the parade? You are? We have it all here. We have the, the, the drag queen story time. We have it all happening here. Um, the the parades are just shocking the way they're going around. Basically having orgies up and down the road with each other and waving everything in front of kids' faces. You know, the same thing that's happening across the world. We're in a state of Sodom and Gomorrah. That's exactly where we are right now. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, I mean, what about, hang on a minute. So Ireland has always been, obviously, anti-abortion. Um, if I know a couple of Irish women who had to travel over to the UK. Yeah. How can those same people, you know, it's, it's abhorrent. Don't, don't, I'm, not, I'm not promoting abortion at all. Yeah. But it, you would think Ireland, from those views, you know, their values... Yeah. Um, which is it's weird with I just I'm sorry, I'm going totally off topic just very quickly. Yes. I found my ex-husband's Irish and he is a total atheist because he was brought up back in Ireland, back in Wexford. And he was put in the Christian Brothers schools. He's now, and I know about 10 different Irish people who have turned their back on Christ and God because of the satanic system that they're doing. But anyway, yeah, you know, you've got. Ireland have the strong abortion laws, but then they're allowing all these transgender. I mean, are they promoting the um, mutilation of bodies as well in Ireland? They sure are. You go to the hospital and they will have a trans flag. You know, the whole, the one that, the all-inclusive flag, you know, um, mm. they have that flying from their rooftops, you know, and these are the hospitals. So they're obviously telling us, look, come in here and you can mutilate yourself and it, it will be lawful. So, I mean, wow. Ireland was the last to fall, but it's fallen the hardest. And they've used Ireland as a springboard because Ireland voted in abortion. Ireland voted in same-sex marriage. All these, all, all, every other country didn't. It was brought in. But Ireland has fallen so, because it was, you know, the land of saints and scholars. You know, once the Freemasons got the Vatican and implemented the Masonic teachings in 1962 into this country, Ireland fell flat on its face, flat yeah. on its face. The strength was taken out of us because the fate was taken off of us. We were robbed. Our fate was robbed from us, you know? Yeah. And yeah. that's why they, they they deliberately put gay people into the seminaries, uh, into Ireland, which then brought on all the abuse. And we've been, uh, we've been destroyed, our fate. And that, no wonder people are, you know, pointing the fingers at the church, but that, that was all done deliberately. Mm, the brothers yeah. and 
No, it was all even, you know, we made a documentary up in, you know, you've probably heard about the tune babies, you know, and yeah. but it, it, it's a fake story. We had historians up there and there was no babies killed and they're trying to blame it on the nuns saying that they put a load of babies in a cistern tank, you know, and killed them, you know, and it couldn't be further from the truth. But they used that to bring in abortion. They were like, oh, the tune babies bring an abortion. And like, none of it was logical. None of it was like, well, don't you want to save babies? <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's so wrong. Like, like Lou just said, then obviously, yeah, you know, Ireland is and has been anti-abortion, you know, for, for always or whatever. But now yeah. at the same time, we've got Planned Parenthood who are, who are a massive part of this curriculum. Obviously yeah. huge, right? Because they are saying things like, you know, it's, it's nothing. If you get pregnant, don't worry about it. We'll just take you for an abortion. So it's like, it's completely spun it on his head, Ireland. You know, well, it's spun us all on his head. But yeah. Ireland in particular, from going from that anti-abortion stance to, to accepting this education is just so, you know, it's, it's completely backward, isn't it? You know, it really yes, is. It is. You know, it kind of just shows how far we've fallen at the same time to let her, allow us, like, I know the government is pushing the agenda, but we have to take responsibility for allowing it to happen. And mm. it's only when we do take responsibility, we take action because we're like, right, we can't allow this to happen anymore. You know, when you're not taking responsibility, you just don't care. And that's where people have been let down this um, deluded path where like, oh, sure, it'll be fine tomorrow. Don't worry, it'll run its course. That's the attitude of the Irish, I'm afraid. You know, <laughs> oh, he's fine. He's happy over there. He's not hurting anybody. But no, he's already mutilating himself, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so that's the attitude we've kind of been drawn into. But there is a massive, massive awakening. There really is, you know, and um, more people, it's, you know, because they're not telling us, they're, they're not saying, look, we're going to bring in this into your children. We're not being asked. It's being brought in under the table and mm. um, we're not being warned about it. And it's happening on a global scale. Yeah. yeah, And it is it is a time for wait. I think it's like I say, me and Lou, obviously, we talk about this all the time. It is our, our main focus now. And it has I to am be. convinced I am yeah. convinced that if people really, truly understood where, where this was going, what was going on in schools, they would get off their knees. They really would. It's just that they don't know. And they think, well, they think I'm a nutter anyway. Most people on this they, subject, though, like when it does start to affect them, it's going to be too late for their children. I know. When it and does start, it. it's not a preventative measure anymore. It's damage limitation. You know? Yeah, said, exactly, yeah. I really did, because once, you know, we all know what the damage is doing, the, the vaccine is doing. The same with the children. They're, they're trying to tell the children when they take the, their hormone tablets that it's not going to affect them for life. Mm, and I know. Telling them that they're, irre they're, that they're reversible. No, they're not. No, they're not reversible at no, all. That's a load of crap. You know, it's not, you can't be that age again and change things. You know, you can't reverse these things that they're doing to you, you know. No, no, it's I mean, so on, sad. On top of you fighting, you know, for the <laughs> children there, yeah. um, you have noticed that you have got a lot of either Ukrainians, illegal immigration, illegal immigrants coming into Ireland. We, and um, a bit like what we're having here, they're being put up in very expensive hotels. Mm -hmm. uh, if not, they're getting given apartments with gas and electric already loaded onto their machines while we've got our veterans and our elderly freezing in their homes. Yeah, uh, exactly. These people and are coming over. 
We don't know who they are. We're having girls. Look what we had in Liverpool only last week. Young girls getting harassed by people who we don't know who they are. We don't know their backgrounds. And we've got our government looking after those types of people and demonising good people who have their values because predominantly we're all Christian countries predominantly. We're having those ripped from us. Um, And you, I believe, are going through the same thing over there in Ireland with the immigration we are 100%. They've doubled down with the immigration here. Um, and I've been working with quite a few people about that. Even this Saturday, we have a big protest up in Dublin at the GPO at 2 p.m., where all the Irish communities are coming together to try and stop this, The the especially towards the immigration, because what they're doing is, like, there's many towns right now in Ireland, they've just been minoritized. Um, by the busloads of immigrants, like there's really small towns with like just like you know 100 people in the town, but they're putting like 160 immigrants into this town. Then, so like the people have just become a minority in their own town overnight. <laughs> and wow. this is here. I'm watching. They're doing places, old places up. They're getting done up, and the reports are um immigrants fake UGs is what we call them they're putting the fake UGs into these places and it's happening across Ireland at an unbelievable rate the homeless here I know homeless people that are, are on the housing this 22 years can't get nothing they won't give a penny to us <clears throat> but yet now all of a sudden they can splash the cash for putting all these people and they're coming in unvetted and undocumented like they're coming here without even a passport and they're getting in and is in it a- mainly families or is oh, it? It's all men, you know, yeah. and they're coming from Syria, they're coming from Mongolia, they're coming from everywhere, you know. We, we're wondering is Sweden emptying their prisons and their because this is a great place to send your prisoners right now, you know, to get rid of them, send them here. That's what they're doing. Empty the prisons, send them, give them a plane ticket here. They don't even need documentation. They come straight in and they get um they're on the books then. You know, what's a scary time for us to be living through? What a really well, frightening time. Last night on, a, on another report, what happened up in Dublin, uh, a young girl was dragged into her car, into her car, just about got away. She ran into an estate. A guy came out to try and help her. These were foreigners and more fake UGs. They grabbed him into the car. <laughs> wow. This is dangerous. This is so. This, this it is happening around you. I've got a list on my thing on my Facebook of like the, all the hotels that are. I think it's five point nine million pound a day the taxpayer is paying. Somebody had gone into a big hotel in London. Um, they recorded it. They'd gone in there. There was a lot of you know, um, obviously foreign men. You can tell age between sort of twenty one and forty. You know, all sort of fighting age they'd gone in and he'd asked if he could book a room and they were like oh no you can't and he said can I book a room next week no you can't book it out for two two years because the home office is obviously given they even said the home we got a contract with the home office for two years so and they're filling up everywhere it's frightening like you know the thing is here their contract is actually a lot of hotels here have said that the, the the refugees will have to go I think it's in next month or something they need somewhere else so I mean, there's going to be mass homelessness across Ireland where they're going to be sleeping in tents. There's going to be tent cities all over this country very soon because the the, the hotels want to get back to being a hotel for the summer, you yeah. know, and a lot of, you know, all the complaints look, nobody can book, nobody can book a hotel in Ireland. Mm. 
they're all yeah, full. This is the thing. Jeez, you know. So what's going to happen is because they're all after coming in here and got this temporary hotel, and that's all it is for them is temporary. But once the hotels say no, time is up. You all have to leave. Where are they going to go? Yeah, that's something I hadn't unless thought about. The, actually, unless the government offer them, unless the government offer them more money to keep them to turn their business away. So in the end, your tourist industries, our tourist industries, will yeah. be destroyed. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've yeah. been doing that as well. They've been yeah. completely Same. destroying everything across the board. They really have to bring I mean, in the cultural society. You know, we. I live down in South Devon now. And I didn't want to bring my kids up in London and I'd left Ireland because the Euro had just come in and I was terribly lonely. Um, and I came down to South Devon. I thought the perfect place to raise the children. And and now Torquay, which used to be the place to go in the UK back in the day, you know, it was it was famous for its ballroom dancing and all the rest. It was called the English Riviera. Torquay High Street, every mainstream shop, you know, your major high street stores, they're no longer there. You've got pop-up charity shops, homeless and crackheads, smackheads, spiceheads in every doorway, and a swingers club that's open 24 hours a day where kids are walking past from school and it's desensitising them. I mean, what? it's turning everywhere into slums, you know, yeah, basically. And there's happening. there's the tourist injury gone from Torquay. I mean, you don't want to come to Torquay. It's absolutely disgusting now. Yes. You know, strip clubs down there. Um, it's it's ridiculous. Well, they had what did they have the other day, Lou? And I was absolutely fuming. Phil was down in Cardiff doing a um, doing a demo, and what oh, they actually gosh. did, right in the middle of Car- I was livid. The the what was it? Love Honey. So Love Honey, obviously they're um, never, they make uh, sex toys. I heard toys. Just, they are. I think they're like Anne Summers. I think. Yeah. They? So they make sex toys and whatever. And basically, Wales on like um, a Wales page on Facebook, Wales Update or something it was called. I put a post up saying that Love Honey were in um in the middle of so this was match day as well. So this was not last Saturday, the Saturday before I think. Um, the rugby was on. And at half past three, they were in, I can't remember the name of the street, but it was right outside the castle. There would have been kids walking past. There was the middle of the day and they were giving out, um, basically, they were giving out sex toys. So first come, first serve, right in the middle of town. And I was like, this is just beyond, I can't believe. And I read the comments and this is what worries, sickens me more than anything. There was only one comment out of about 150 at that point that said, actually this is really wrong like this is not this is not right we not we shouldn't be doing it and everyone else was sort of tagging their friends and saying oh let's get let's get down there and I was thinking has nobody got any thought for these poor kids like do you know what I mean is is it this sex life that they've been is the best thing more important than protecting kids because I can't cope with it I really can't deal with the attitude of some people who don't see the danger Phil ended up um Phil real news live news he goes to all the Public Child Protection Wales and a lot of the rallies and just does a live stream so you actually feel like you're there. Yeah. Um, Kat got in touch with Phil and told him to go down there by the time it had nearly cleaned up. And why were they doing that promotion in the street, Kat? Oh, Listen yeah. To this. They've got, they've basically got, they've just signed a big contract with Tesco, Love Honey. So when you go in to do your big shop with your kids through the aisles, you will now be seeing dildos and but but surely they'll have to put it they'll have to cut it they'll have to have a a secure section but somebody said they might just do it online with love honey 
Maybe, um, maybe, maybe. But, but the point they, is there, isn't it? You know, yeah, what are you Tesco's, doing? Like? They're going to keep the pushing Tesco. the boundaries. You know, that's what they. That's what they're doing. That's how they progress. If they have to keep pushing brown boundaries and get it in your face, and as you were saying, we're being desensitized. Mm. You know, how many times would you walk through the seat? You see loads of sex shops, but they're just popping them up everywhere now. Yeah, yeah, you'd, that's where you'd expect somewhere like Soho to, that's where you'd go, but you wouldn't expect to find it on your normal high street. No, you wouldn't, no. Or even, like, you know what they've done, what's it with the kid on the bed with the, with, with what's, what's that? Oh, Balenciaga. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. they're really, they're testing boundaries. Well, the know? Balenciaga, which we're going to be doing a bit of a documentary on it, I have linked Balenciaga, the same players linked to Epstein, obviously, linked to Jimmy Savile, even going back as that Mark Dutroux, the paedophile in Belgium back in 69, who was taking children and six were found. And it's yeah. a really, it was a huge, it's the biggest paedophile case ever going on in Belgium back in the 80s. Right. That you can link players involved in that case and even Prince Charles is mentioned at hunting, human hunting parties on a guy called, uh, I'm going to pronounce Valderbeek or somebody, I can't remember his exact name. Vanderbilt. No, it's not Vanderbilt. No, it's not Vanderbilt. It's somebody else. I'll find it. Um, He is pictured recently with Marina Abramovich in to do with a Balenciaga shoot. And he owns a a mansion where children were taken for human hunting parties in Belgium for Marc de Drew, where Prince Charles went. So this thing it's been going on for years it's the same big cast of characters when it comes to the really dark satanic stuff Mm. they are all involved it is all linked they are all linked they really are because and it's so easy to tell now because of the worldwide problem that we're having with it you know Yeah. No, there's no, there's no real action being taken against it in our countries. There's no. And you if know. you start talking about it, you, I mean, I was doing back in the Jimmy Savile stuff, the little Holly Gregg, the yeah. autism, uh, autism. I was attacked and trolled. I had black cars outside my house with full beams on into my bedroom, into my, sorry, into my daughter's bedroom. And she was only 11. She came and woke me up. And they sat there all night outside my house, which was really rural and cut off, with their full beams on for two and a half hours. And I sat at the end of her bed with a rolling pin. It's terrible. And that is what you, the minute you start talking about the children and child abuse, satanic ritual abuse, that is the elephant in the room. No one wants to talk. But it is, if we don't talk about it, nothing's going to be done. And during Mm. COVID, that's all I kept saying. If people could just, for 10 minutes, lay off the COVID and focus on the children, this yeah. problem wouldn't be as it is. It's because we're not saying anything. The elite, and this is what they truly believe, they have to tell you. And if yeah. no one says anything, yeah. Yeah. that's their consent. And yeah. we need to be taught everyone. It's uncomfortable with people, but this is happening. And it could easily, your child could be picked up. Well, and yeah, it it's, at the end you. of the day, if we're not talking about this or doing anything about it, what's the point? What's the point in life as far as I'm concerned? Right. Because the children of the next generation, I I can't stay on this 
plane and watch while paedophiles call the shots i will you know i'll probably right. die on this hill do you know what i mean i will never shut up about it i don't care exactly. what happens to me no. i've got a daughter a new generation and i'm not I, it's horrible to sit back and watch it you know it is. it's soul destroying you know we've got to sit here and watch all this unfold and the only way to sort it out is to expose it to the world and when you try and do that they shut you down at every opportunity and it's like wow this is so frustrating and so but we'll get there because we have to to the truth though you know and exactly. even it really does you know and this is where we have to persevere real yeah. perseverance you know that we're not going away we're not going away anytime soon in any way you know and the, the more the more people are waking up every day to this and it's down to the people like us in getting that word out which and I'm so delighted that we've actually connected with you because that's what's important. Me we too. need cats in Wales. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. We've got people scattered. We have to get the message and we've got to get people. Exactly. And this is exactly what you're saying. We've got to make people hear it. This is the right kind of networking we need to do and working with each other. We have a world problem. We're both facing the exact same problems. So it's only they, you know, our enemies are more united than, than us right now. Exactly. And they're more... They really are. So we've got to we've got to catch up. You know, we've got to network with people, start building relationships and working for the cause. You know, yeah, and also people have got to be brave enough that they don't yeah. need a leader. Right. They don't need someone to tell if they feel truly that they realize what's going on and something's not right. They need to do something about it. Right. Yeah. That's what they need to do. That's they it. need to do it themselves, even if they just write a poster, have a word with someone. Maybe, yeah. you know, there's five, six of you. Let's have a coffee morning and let's see what we can do. Yeah. Tell me, be brave. We've, you know, we haven't got, I am, yeah, I used to teach kids how to ride horses. Like, I've got no, this is, I just felt so passionately after I woke up, I had to do something and it all just, the path was just laid out for me. Just, yeah. you, yeah. anyone can do it. You know, anyone. anyone it. That's it. And just as you're saying, you know, so many people are waiting for a hero to get up and do something, but there's nobody coming to save you. Nobody is coming. It's up to each individual in their community to stand up. You know, the only because... person is coming and who can save us, in all honesty, is Jesus. Yeah, that's right? the only one that can get us. Yeah. The only okay. one. Otherwise, we are scattered around the world. But until then, we have got to get up because it's a community thing effort that we have to make. Is you know, I go into a lot of communities, and my main objective is to try and wake that community up give the community the information that they need so that they can go and do things themselves and not rely on anybody you know so that's why we have the you know Jana London set up over here for the toolkit for for parents they can read it, it has a list of the books it has pictures of them it tells you exactly what you need to know and exactly what you need to do and what steps to take legally to stop this so that it stops it's not just your children it's your children's children that mm -hmm. we're saying you know, mm. that's what they're going after. It's your children, you know, we'll have no grandkids. We'll have nothing left if they continue this. That's why it's a, the utmost importance for anybody that's listening right now. Doesn't matter if you're in Ireland, England or wherever. Go and check out your local libraries. Check and see are these books in there. And if they are, start taking the necessary steps to get them out of there. And, you know, it does only take one person can make a massive difference in one in your community. You know. Yeah, I'd just like to jump in for the benefit of, you know, new yes. listeners who are, are tuning in to hear you, that if people want to go for a bit of resources and letters and to see, 
publicchildprotectionwales.org. You can find out about the campaign and what these brave parents are doing by taking the Welsh government to court, four parents. Um, five it is, love is four, five, four mums and one dad. Yeah, um, they're doing it. We are, you know, I'm so delighted. It's, it's, they're an amazing group of people. But on that website, they have got all the resources and letters that, you know, you can adjust for, exactly. for, for yeah. Ireland. So and you can go, everything is available. You don't need a leader. You don't need to, t- no. it doesn't yeah. sit right in your heart. You know, these are your children. You have to take responsibility for your children. Exactly, exactly. You know, you couldn't have said a better day yourself, Lou. You know, and when we do this collectively in our communities, the pushback will be immense, you know, because even though you're just getting one person out into the community and one complaint, one stem complaint spread around in each and every community, Every guard station is looking at each other. Everyone's looking at each other and you're making change happen. Yeah. And that's the thing here in Wales, we've only got 22 local authorities. So the the fact that we're small has actually helped us in this. Right. So in all of the other countries, they had the lesson content first. But what they did in Wales was they legislated it first. Right. This is why we were able to go into court with it. So we can get from north to south, east to west in half a day or whatever. Right. Doesn't take long. So we've got 22 local authorities, that's all in, in Wales, and 21 of them are active. So they're in their teachers, they're in their councils, they're in everything. We're really making a, a massive, massive effect here. And they and the Welsh government are pissed off. Let's just to say that they are absolutely furious. They but they don't know what they don't know what else to do because we're winning from that school, that point There's of view. No we're answers winning. for you though. This is the thing. The only answer they can say to bring this in is that, well, you know, this is already there. We've got to show them how to use it. And that's no answer. That's no moral answer. I mean, the only question needs to be to them is why, why, what, why do you think the children of three and four need to know this? Why they think we're sexual from birth though, don't they? And that's, that's it. That's in science mind, obviously because of Kinsey's data, but they believe we are sexual beings from birth. And that's why they're doing it. Have you seen the the book of Kimsey where he has the table? Uh, Kat, you explained to Andy about that Kimsey yeah. book and the table. Well, Alfred Kimsey was a he was a zoologist actually initially, but um, he was around in the forties. Anyway, he did he wanted to find out how um, the uh, how the human how basically he wanted to find out how humans behave sexually, right? So he went around interviewing well. He, in, he didn't interview a broad spectrum. He'd go to the, the slums, basically, and he would look at the most, the sex, you know, go to like the bathhouses and things like that, where they were highly, but it was a really small minority of people. Anyway, he made that representative to the whole American male population and said, no, they really are like this. They do, you know, they masturbate and they do this and they have uh, extramarital affairs and this, that and the other. Managed to change the laws. But anyway, the most important part of this book is called Sexual Behaviour in the Human Male. I've got it here. He did two, Sexual Behaviour in the Human Male, Sexual Behaviour in the Human Female. The first volume was released in 1948, right? And what he had done, there's a, ta- there's a table, or there's a chapter in that book, chapter seven, on children, right? Now, you can find this table yourself. You can just Google Alfred Kinsey Table 34 and it'll come up. There's other tables within it, but this one in particular... You, you only have to read it. to You don't need any context, but I'll give you obviously a little bit of context. It says pre-adolescent or um, 
sorry, orgasms in pre-adolescent males, this table, right? And the table starts from age five months of age, right? And it goes up in years, one, two, three, four, up to 16. And it basically has a, um, a thing, how long that they were stimulated for and how many orgasms I say in air quotes, right? They're not really orgasms. All it was is basically pedophiles. He had pedophiles to abuse children as young as five months old and record what they class then as orgasm. So as per the, the paedophile, orgasms were convulsion, screaming, hitting out at the abuser, crying, fainting. These were what they, the paedophile classed as an orgasm. And this is in this, this scientific book that is still referenced today. This is why we've even got this sex education. It comes from Alfred Kinsey. Now, the easiest thing, for, I've written a blog on it. You can either, you can read the blog if you want, or if you want to have a look at Alfred Kinsey yourself and really find out why this education is here, it's horrible mind. And I, even me, I, I was well researched in child abuse before I came across Kinsey. Um, right. I had to turn it off twice because I was so sickened, right? But yeah. there's, um, you can find it on YouTube. It's called the Kinsey Syndrome. It's two hours, 44 minutes. Just watch that and you'll see exactly why we've got this sex education. So from that data, Alfred Kinsey and his associates said that we are sexual beings from birth, right? Now that has got in. So somebody might say, well, why is some horrible data that some crazy scientist did in the 1940s got anything to do with today? Well, this education comes from UNESCO, doesn't it? The United Nations. And the guy who, so he co-wrote wrote that book with Wardell Pomeroy and Clyde Martin. Well, Wardell, Alfred Kinsey died in 1956, but Wardell Pomeroy went on to be the first director of SICUS, which is the um, Sexuality, or is it Information and Education Council of the United States, right? So they work closely with UNESCO to deliver this education. So that's where it comes from. That's why they're teaching it to three-year-olds because they believe we're sexual beings from birth based on the sexual the abuse and torture of babies as young as five months old. It really and it's is. it's even referenced. It's, I never yeah, knew. it's referenced now. Alfred Kinsey's referenced now in, in, in loads documents. of Yeah, in, in, in the EU documents. So they've taken those, that, and that's how they're bringing in the education. Watch the Kinsey syndrome and you will understand. And we, on our last, on the first podcast-a-thon, we were reading parts of it out and uh we showed this was all after obviously through the night this was yeah um we showed it and then we actually had dj slipback came in and him we all sat there and we read some of the storybooks aloud and to see dj slipback's face when they're saying about yes you can have 72 genders and you're a cisgender and you're this and you know it's but this is happening this is real this is going on in schools and this Education is based on findings from paedophiles who raped and abused babies as young as five months. And yeah. this is where this education and the sources from this book is what our education system is now going on. That's what made push me forward, look, because I knew at the time I was thinking, where is all this shit coming from? And then as soon as I saw the Kinsey syndrome, I put two and two together and I was right with it. And I was like, oh, you, you got... are absolutely kidding me. It's I was sickened because I knew where they were going with it. And, and I Hugh thought, Hefner no. was a huge fan of Kinsey. Yeah, Hefner. well, he was Kinsey's fan. Hugh Hefner. This is something of a horror film. Yeah, it is. It's worse. Honestly, like I say, I had to turn it off twice because I was this like, I, can't. I was crying. I was crying because I realized 
when there is actually in the Kinsey syndrome, there's a because the, this this was done a good few years ago. She'll she'll have died now, but at the time she was an old lady and she realized that it was because basically what he was doing it wasn't he was getting other people so you know people who worked at indiana university which is where the kin the kinsey institute is still there mind is still they've recently put a statue up of alfred kinsey on the campus they still see him and i don't know if you've ever seen it i watched it because i had to to see what they were doing right in 2004 they brought a film out right liam neeson played Alfred Kinsey and the film was just simply called Kinsey now I knew that it was going to be they weren't going to mention anything about the child data in there but I I stopped myself watching it for ages because I knew it was going to anger me but anyway I did watch it about a year ago um and I did an analysis on it and I did a video on it they didn't mention anything about the um the child data only the adult data so this is the thing people class this man as like he well he was the father of the sexual revolution Alfred Kinsey so Hefner went on to be his pamphleteer and there's a lot of stuff about him uh i could go on forever but i won't i'll just leave you to to have a look at the kinsey syndrome yeah, um, and it is it is it's hot it's horrific but it, you know it needs to be known it needs to be known and maybe you can share it on your platform because oh, really, i'm banned at the moment again for 30 this days this is this is the you know this is a tool so when we go in we can now we've got the facts we've got the data of where yeah. this is all originate from do you know what i mean so it's if anything understanding kinsey and the whole porn agenda and everything else this is all just more tools in your toolkit yeah it's the source really isn't it yeah Yeah, it is kinsey is the source and not many people know who he is you know and i I honestly didn't know this is all kind of new to me i'm trying to digest it as you're speaking being honest you know it's 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 a bit shocking i didn't realize it went so sick you know but i'm not yeah, but at the same time, I'm not I'm not surprised. Do you know what I mean? That yeah, uh, it's gone that way. Well, it had to come from somewhere, you know. Yeah, and this is it. They do. This is exactly what it. That's why it horrified me, and I jumped ship because you know, obviously being a medical researcher, I yeah. jumped from one to the other really quick in a click of a fingers because I thought shit. This yes, is really serious. Now. This is really really serious, and that's why we are, where we we are now. You know. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I'm. I took the same kind of route myself because, um, you know, I done so much over the past couple of years with the COVID stuff. But once mm-hmm. I seen what was happening for the, the children in this direction and seeing what was going on in my own family, there, there's this is top priority above everything. This is worse than any vaccine. This to me, this yeah, is the, absolutely, really and that's, that's it. Exactly. I totally that's agree. It. And I, you know, as a vaccine researcher, if I'm saying that you and and my father died from the COVID vaccine in 2021, it absolutely tore me apart. You know, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't stop yeah. him. My mum didn't have it, but my dad did, and he killed him. So yeah. you know, for me to say, look. I understand people are angry about what's gone on, but there is nothing more we can say on that, right? You, the, the information is out there for you right We've got now. We've no time left. Need us. Yeah, they yeah. need us. And they need us like now. And I've yeah. been criticised so much by my kind of peers within the truth movement because I'm too full on and I'm, I'm getting annoyed in little group chats and stuff. But I'm sorry, like these people Remind within the, the, the mainstream, <laughs> like the, the stars of the truth movement, You've yeah. got those platforms. Like we are so censored. We don't get seen. It's it's hell. It's been absolute hell. And like I've been there for like 12 years, like out there talking the truth, you know, and like, we we don't get, but these people, they still got some sort of reach and they won't have it. They're not you know? using it. They're like, what, they are, this is what's so important. 
Yeah, I what can... I find is they, they talk about what's popular at the time. So because yeah. COVID's popular, they'll stick on that. Well, that's ego and that's not helping in any way, you know. It's no. like well, no, it's not it's it doesn't help. We we have the same problems here, like even for the England over there, they had a massive response against the COVID, big, huge protests. Over here, we were lucky to get 50 to 100 people out. We had a couple of big ones, but it was nothing. We couldn't get people out whatsoever, you know. We really couldn't. Uh, And I was watching them queue up for the, I mean, the first vaccine, I'd say 90% of Ireland was vaccinated, you know. Whoa. Easy. That's that's, that's bad, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I'd say easily. But then over the the second one, the the numbers, nobody's taking the vaccine now. No. But, you know, we do have a we have a, a high court case on um, the 10th of March. Uh, it's it's not just starting with another another court date, which is to bring an injunction to stop the vaccination for children. And we're also taking uh, the Taoiseach and the Minister for Health and we're taking the whole lot of them to court. Oh, so, fantastic. So there yeah. is action being made. That's and if people are there, we need to be talking about. You yeah, know, the education. The ball is all rolling. Jump on these. Where the children need us now. The yeah. children need us. The ch- and there's nobody standing up for them in this area, uh, and we are being completely destroyed. You know, and it needs our utmost attention from platforms across the world. It really exactly. does. Well, we're we're lucky. We've got we're linked to some really good people in America. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, they've obviously got the school boards, and they. They're really good. We have about five, six of them come on during the night with a last podcast on. And I really do hope you will join us on the next one. You're welcome to come to the studio oh, and yeah, hang yeah. about for the whole 30 hours and see myself and Catherine yeah. like deteriorate into total delirium. <laughs> um, but we would love to have you to come on because I think this is really important. You know, if we can get that reach oh, yes. to, to Ireland as well mm. of why and to raise money for public child protection Wales because it's not fair that they've got all these costs coming down onto five parents' shoulders. They're no. doing it for every single child here yeah. in the UK and it would probably help. And it will help you because it will set a precedence here. That's exactly you know? what we need to be doing. That, yeah. that's we exactly- have to get behind public child yeah. protection Wales. And, yeah. you know, I'm going to call out yeah. again to all of you with the big platforms have Kimberly on, just talk about Public Child Protection Wales because it's not just for the children of Wales, it's the whole of the UK and it's for Ireland. We've got to stop this and they are the only people who've managed to get so far as to get to the court. Okay, it's been rejected. Um, They've put the appeal in. We've got to wait for the appeal and we're not going to stop. Public Child Protection isn't going to stop because our children is the only thing that matters. The only thing, if we cannot protect our most precious thing in the world, then what type of society are we, really? No matter what faith you come from. Yeah, exactly. Children Children first, you know. Every time. That's protecting the future. Whatever whatever men and women want to go and do with their lives, that's completely up to them. Just leave the kids alone. Let them be innocent. They don't need any sex education when they're a kid. No, they don't. They, they don't even need the word sex. They don't even no. they don't even need to hear that word. They should be out there climbing trees, getting toads yeah. out of ponds. Yeah. Getting exactly. muddy, having fun, cycling their bikes around the street, going on adventures. Exactly. And they, will, they will, you know, I think a lot has to happen because kids have too easy access to the internet right now. Yeah. They yeah. 
you know, it's not just the, the teachers as well. We, we've got to come up with, you know, with new ways. Like, I don't think anybody should have a phone until they're nearly 21. I t- you know, if, if that was my rule, because it's just destroying them. Kids won't exactly. go out. And- this is my argument as well. Great. My daughter's nearly 30. Like, they're giving them phones at like seven. My daughter's nearly 13. She still hasn't got one, still done one one. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah. I'm lucky. But I do understand that I'm lucky from that perspective because she's not in the school environment where she's likely to be peer pressured anyway. You know, that's the other thing. But, you know, it it does boil down to the parents having some say, but there's a lot of lazy parents in at the moment as well. See, you know, it's easy. Put the phone in front of them as long as they're quiet, you know. I don't know. I don't know. This is just a little thing that I always talk about that I I made notice. I don't know if you have children's BBC over there and have a programme called Tracy Beaker. It was the number one children's BBC programme, right, back during the late 90s and early, well, to, and to, during 2000s. Yeah. So they, the people, are, their kids are coming in from school. They've been, you know, the youngsters have probably been sat in front of the television from 7.30 in the morning. Uh, the other ones come in and they sit down for Tracy Beaker. Tracy Beaker is a story of how life in a children's home is amazing and parents are bad, Right. The name of the children's home is Elm House. Do you remember the paedophile uh, Cyril Smith with all the Jimmy Gavel scandal? They were frequenting a gay uh, bed and breakfast, like it was like a brothel, but it's where they brought the children in, and that was called Elm House. Ah, stuff. It's in your face. You know, the television is evil. Keep your children away and educating yourself keep away from the bbc yeah and and, you know for people that want to homeschool the benefits from homeschooling you're not tied down to your school to be there every week you can go anywhere in the world you want to go with your children you know you have so much more freedom you're teaching your kids exactly the same morals that you have you know you've no outside interference you know you don't have to worry about your kids getting bullied at school or anything like it because you're teaching them at home and they and now any kids that i homeschool have the best have a way better education yeah like my child's the same i don't follow any curriculum with her none do you know what i mean but she's really bright like yeah. She's very, very and bright. So many groups you can attend to your child's specific needs, you see. And when a yeah. child goes into a class, they're all put in the same uniform and they're all treated the same. And they all, you know. They well, learn at different, we all know that. Like everyone learns differently. So yeah. it's never going to work for all of them anyway. No, you know? it, was, it's, it's, it was never set up to work. You know, it was just no. set up to the fun. That's why public education was set up in Ireland in any way, because it took the kids out of the homes. They were able to brainwash them. And now, like, you know, you look back years ago, Ireland used to have big families. You won't see a big family in Ireland. Very rarely do you see a big family in Ireland now. Yeah, they totally ruined. And you've got to worry. Sorry, Kat, just you've got to worry about. Uh, the kids with special needs um, before yeah. they would be sort of like special schools wouldn't they they'd go to special schools and then but they you know they, they're integrated into the class how are some of the children with seriously special needs how are they going to cope with some of the information being given to them they how can. how they do can. you deal if you have a child with special needs <laughs> I can't imagine that well I'll give you an example of what of what this RSE is doing to special needs um, there was a nine-year-old autistic boy uh, last year, I think this was. Um, he basically gone home. He, he got into bed with his mum and tried to he tried to have sex with her. 
she jumped out of the bed saying what what on earth is going on and he said I'm trying to put semen in you to make a baby so they told these nine-year-olds how to make a baby and he's gone do you know what I mean and and then what what happens that was his mother so she knew but what happens is this happens to younger siblings then do you know what I mean and neither of them know what's going on because they haven't got the capacity so it's not the nine-year-old's fault but you end up in a situation then where you've got a nine-year-old and perhaps a three-year-old little sister. Do you see what I mean? It is it's so... It used to be this, this, kids used to say, mommy and daddy, how are babies made? You know, and yeah. mommy would say, oh, they come out the belly button or something like that, you know? Yeah. Because they weren't old enough to understand. Exactly, no. exactly. And they've changed that and said, well, they need to know. They need to know it. No, they don't. And you're telling them it's making them abuse, you know? They made their innocence with it, you know? Yeah. But you know, we keep going. It's it's people. I'm I'm so happy to hear about all that work that you're doing over there. Is it a high court case that you have gone? Yeah, we had the we went to the high court for the judicial review. That was in November, so we lost the judicial review. Although the case law actually can work in our favour, right? Because all the government did say though, and I don't think people realise this that actually, because we've gone in arguing parental responsibility and parental rights and stuff and the right to opt out, the government had said, well, you didn't really have any rights. And if you did, they were very, very small. And you do have an option. Your option is to home educate or private private educate. That's the option. They're not getting rid of it, in other words. But it does state in there, as per the Education Act 1996, they're not allowed to teach anything graphic, right? Well, we know that's happening. So the minute that happens, the only way around it really, then we can use that case law to our favour, actually, because it states in the case law that they're not allowed to teach graphic um, or things that are not age appropriate or some like that, right? So as soon as they do, all the parent has to do, hopefully they can get legal aid for it, is bring a charge against the teacher based on that case law. But we are appealing it anyway. The appeal's gone in. We're just waiting back now because it just takes ages. They're dragging their heels. You know what it's like. You know, it's... um, it's a continual thing, but we won't stop. It doesn't matter. Those numbers, you know, they're chucking around. They were, they were coming around. They did say to Kim, the government emailed, right? And I was laughing because they're using intimidation tactics. Um, if, they, if they didn't have, I think it was 50 grand by the next day, they were coming around to take her, you know, her furniture and her car and whatever. And she's just laughing. She was like, I haven't even got any, like, take my car. It's like 300 quid. I'll get another one. Do you know what I mean? I, got no, I don't own my own house. You know, they, they just using it. They didn't in the end, because while they were saying they were just going to go and get a warrant and with the high court, you don't need to give them notice. They can just go and get one. So they were expecting to come around and take their stuff, but they didn't, which is weird. But I don't know if it's because they know we're going through with an appeal and obviously litigation is still ongoing. I'm not sure. But they're using intimidation tactics on people that don't give a shit. Do you know what I mean? We're the lowest. We're, you know, we, we're the street kids. We don't give a crap. Like you can, you, you can throw that number. What can you do? I haven't got nothing for you to take. Do you know what I mean? You can have a look through my wardrobe if you want, but I got no assets or whatever. When you've taken off everyone, when you've when you've got nothing left, we got nothing to lose. Do you know what I mean? So we're the best people to fight this. Because if you've got anyone who sort of owns their own home or sort of, you know, in the they're gonna be scared that they're gonna come round, whereas we don't give a shit. So they no, can come at us with whatever. We kind of have the same problems here. Um because they're trying to say that it's a civil matter. And for us to go to the high courts, it costs us, it'll cost a hundred thousand euros 
to go to the yeah, lake. that's why they had the cost us hundred hundred thousand pound. That's why they the, we're raising the funds for. Isn't it disgusting though that we have to raise our money and they're fighting us with our money? You <laughs> know, it's like yeah, they're yeah, fighting us with our own money. There. They are fighting us. It's sick. It's sick. <laughs> it is. It is. But if you don't laugh, you'll cry. And I just think, look, we're going the whole way with this anyway. We don't give a shit. We don't care. I'm not scared of any of them. They know that anyway. So we just keep going. We know when it hits critical mass, right, it's game over for them anyway. So that's where we have to get with it. And and that yeah. comes with obviously raising awareness and, and what, what have you, you know. So we just yeah. keep going, don't we? Yeah, you know, and, and you know, there's a, there is a big awakening around this too. Like it wasn't so long. I, see, I think I've seen the lads over in England up on the BBC um, studios um, chiseling away at, at, at the statue. There's a statue. Was it on the mm. BBC? Yeah, a gill, gill, yeah, yeah, gill. You know, like there is a lot of things that are happening over there. You know, because these TVs, uh, especially here in Ireland, RTE here, they are just as guilty. You know, they are, if not even more guilty for what they're doing, the the fake news media and how they're allowing all this. Like they promote every single agenda that's here. They're all paid by Big Pharma and uh, the New One World Order. They all have to be held accountable for not standing up for our children when they needed them the most. Exactly. They're complicit. They're complicit. Completely. completely. And, you know, uh, accountability is coming. It is, as you were saying, the more people that, once we get the mass awakening, we'll have accountability. And um, I wouldn't, they're on the wrong side of history. I wouldn't like to be them. Especially after life. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on today. I'm absolutely And I do hope we can make this a regular thing. Yes, yeah, sure. Um, we'd absolutely love that. And as I say, we'd love it if you could come on to the podcast-a-thon. It's the 29th and 30th of April. Catherine and I will be staying up for 30 hours. If we get huge <laughs> donations plough in at hour 30 who want us to carry on, we may just do that. Oi, um, oi, 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 oi. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, yeah, we would love you to come on to that. And um, um, yeah. we want to do this again. How can people have a look at your work and what you're doing? Let's have all your they details. Can, I have, um, there's my website. It's andyheesman.org. Um, I'm on Telegram. I'm not on YouTube. I'm banned. I, I, I doubt you can even put my name into YouTube now without getting yourself banned at this stage. Um, <laughs> I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Um, I'm on Bitchu, so I'm trying to stay across all the platforms as I possibly can. As you're saying, no, it's so hard to get your stuff out there. But the main one I'm trying to use is Telegram. That seems to be where I'm least sensitive. If you send me your links, yeah. um, we'll put it up on the post. And then what you do, we'll, we'd love to have maybe um, link your website onto the front page of Liberty Tactics as well. Sure. So no. if if you want to send like a logo of your website so we can put yeah. it down as like one of our partners who we're working with, we would love to have you. Ah, no problem. Oh, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. And I'll do the same with yours. We've, as got well. a, we've just got to all be working together now, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll, same course, yeah. no, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's all about the children. You know, that's all it's about. So. Yeah. yeah. Andy Heesman, thank you so much for joining Liberty Tactics today. Kat, any last words? I'm just really grateful that we found that that you saw that video, Lou, because I'm so glad that we've connected with you, Andy. And you, you are just from this chat alone. I can see 
that, you know, we, we are totally all on the same page. We all want to unite. We all want to help the kids. And I'm just really, really inspired by what you've been doing as well. Um, and I'm so just so pleased that you came on and really, really looking forward to speaking with you again and working with you. Thank uh, you. Uh, and thank you to the two of you. It's been great. Honestly, the time has just flown, flown in chat, which is it was really, you know, a great conversation, really. And let's hope it helps um, wake up the public out there and we get real progress with this, you know. And yeah. thanks. Thank you so much, Andy. So we will be back. Um, I'm away tomorrow. So um, we're going to be back next week. We've got the lovely Richard Vobes coming on, Catherine. That'll oh, yeah. be fun. He's doing so well and he's really getting the message out there. So we're going to have uh, Richard Vobes on with us next week. Clive to Carl will be back on and uh, maybe even Andy might grace us again for a little catch up. And I think it's about time we uh, connected with Adele, Public Child Protection Wales. I will message her now when I come off here, love. I'll get her on. She'll have it. She, she'd love to come on. Brilliant. And I'll be back with the wonderful Roy Davis talking everything Q-related geopolitical. So we will be back, libertytactics.co.uk and andyheesman.org, publicchildprotectionwales.org and not forgetting exposing the lie. Dot info. info. Yay. <laughs> so all Catherine's blogs you can find there and there's a link to Catherine's website on the homepage of Liberty Tactics. So if you haven't um, donated £3 to the £3 challenge, you can also do that at publicchildprotectionwales.org. You must, if you've been out to the pub, you've got a bit of change in your pocket, just tra transfer that amount of change and send it over to Public Child Protection Wales. They're doing it for every child in the UK and in Ireland. That's it from us. We'll be back. We're going to play out with God We Need You Now by the fabulous Struggle Jennings and the lovely Caitlin Curtis. Bye. Uh, the world getting crazy, baby, chill. Don't medicate, just meditate. You waking up now, well, baby, you hella late. Educate, look at what's going on, let it resonate, accelerate. Find your inner hunger like you never ate. Agenda is to push the hate, separate and segregate. Don't celebrate quite yet, the storm is coming. Cue for heaven's sake. Violence that they demonstrate, instigate and penetrate. The values of our country and our God is what they desecrate. My fighters ain't no featherweight. Pulling out the seams of the fabric that they fabricate. They feed us lies, manipulate, intimidate through fear and force. Forcing us to sit and wait till we come together, congregate, and then we liberate. Praying that you give me strength to find some love amongst the hate. Marching on these streets of blood till I see the golden gates. Troubadour and troubled souls, one of God's servants. Blades out, cut the grass till we see the serpent. Oh, one day, I hope you see the truth. This puppet show stays on because of you. Just digested, suspected something's going on, but chose to just neglect it. 
Deflected by some breaking news, always just accepted. Expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective. Don't question their objective, but I got a lot of questions. How these kids molested, but nobody's been arrested. Read it in the testament, these children are protected. So I'm fighting all these terrorists, both foreign and domestic. Refuse to be directed. Lying, not a sheep, only kneel to my God, so I'm dying on my feet. Uh, silence when we speak, but there's violence in the street. I've been rolling with the punches, I can't take it on the cheek. Uh, drink from a glass half full, I'm optimistic. People are sadistic, so vicious and malicious. Praying for assistance to overcome my position, or I'm gonna start resisting, and then I pray for forgiveness. Oh, one day, I hope you see the truth. This puppet show stays on because of you Show stays on because of you.